Advanced Documents, 2022 New England Yearly Meeting, Progress Report, Inclusive Leadership Development, Report by Nia Dwinun Thomas, read by David Coletta on July 27, 2022. Two years ago, I began my progress report with these words. As friends, we seek to heed the leadings of the Spirit to support one another in living faithfully and to co-create a world that better reflects God's peaceful and just vision for all of creation. A central way we live this faith is by tending to the gifts we have been given, individually and collectively. When our gifts are nurtured, faithfulness is encouraged, and our ministry and movement thrives. Much has happened since those words were written, but for me they still encapsulate the quote why unquote behind our many efforts. It has now been three years since Friends at Sessions formally embraced a vision of quote inclusive leadership development unquote in the yearly meeting, including committing to a wide array of next steps related to eliminating barriers to service and increasing our capacity to nurture Friends' gifts. If you are new to this conversation or could use a refresher on the details of what we've already decided and done, you can find background documents on our website here, neym.org slash inclusive hyphen leadership hyphen development. As someone who pays particular attention to leadership development within the context of my staff role for NEYM, I write this report. Below, I share both accomplishments and learnings, as well as areas where discernment and care is needed as we move forward. Before I move into that summary, I must acknowledge that there is some absurdity in writing, quote, progress reports, unquote, in a time of pandemic and interconnected global crises. As I've gathered my notes for this report, I am struck by how impossible it is to separate out these updates from their context a time of previously unimaginable change and uncertainty in our world and our local meetings, a time where many friends are overwhelmed and disconnected, where many local meetings are grieving and doing their best to adapt to difficult circumstances. In many areas of our lives, the roadmaps we created in the quote before times, unquote, have needed to be replaced by navigational tools that are less linear and fixed. Perhaps one of the most important guides for us in this journey towards more inclusive and intentional leadership development is the guide that is our relationships between individuals and across meetings. These relationships and the trust that is built and grace that is discovered within them set the pace of change and sustain it. It is within all of our relationships with each other that we have the ability to transmit and reaffirm our faith in God's abundant gifts, as well as our ability to learn and grow through our service. This is inclusive leadership development. In my role as Quaker Practice and Leadership Facilitator, I've had the joy of working with our yearly meeting nominators as we've made radical changes to our nominating structures, tools, and practices, all with the hope of putting relationships to local meetings and a focus on nurturing gifts at the center. It is now practice among nominators to more consistently track conversations with friends about their leadings and service, to identify the gifts needed for a role before seeking to fill it, to celebrate the gifts friends bring to their roles as they serve. Sometimes this shift has meant moving at a slower pace and holding the short-term desire to, quote, fill a slot, unquote, more lightly. Below, you'll find a graphic created for this year's Best Practices in Nominating Workshop, offered by members of our nominating committee, capturing the key elements of this approach, which you can also learn more about via the nominating committee clerk's report. In the graphic, at the top, it says, Components of Nominating. Then, an outer circle with segments called 
noticing patterns, naming and nurturing gifts, building capacity in systems and people, feedback and evaluation, gratitude and recognition, visioning and identifying what's needed next. And in the center of the circle, it says, welcome spirit. In the bottom right, it says New England Quakers. The best practices in nominating workshop is far from the only place where explicit training and mutual leadership development has happened in the last two years. NEYM's program offerings have also included trainings in clerking, committee clerking, recording clerking, and conducting business in a hybrid manner, trainings for small group facilitators and youth workers, a workshop on maintaining meeting records and artifacts, a workshop for financial stewards on fundraising, budgeting, and accounting, monthly facilitated check-ins for meeting leaders, and three spiritual life and ministry gatherings where many members of local meeting ministry and council shared practices, challenges, and insights. The feedback from all these offerings has been consistently excellent, and while we learned something we could do better each time, we also have found that the overall shape of these offerings meets a need for many of our meetings for training, resource sharing, and mutual encouragement among friends who are, quote, peers, unquote, with each other in their service. In the coming years, we must work to keep the delivery of these relevant and high-quality program opportunities a priority. Another important recent undertaking related to our commitment to inclusive leadership development is the use of honoraria for our largest volunteer roles in an effort to help reduce the financial barrier to this essential service. After much discussion and consideration by the permanent board and members of related working groups, this experiment began this fall. It will take more time to be able to assess the impact of this experiment. Although many of the inclusive leadership development recommendations have been accomplished or are now underway, and many others are ongoing efforts that require our continual commitment, some of the recommended, quote, next steps, unquote, still feel out of reach. The first such recommendation is to greatly reduce the amount of administrative work required of our volunteer leadership roles, such as presiding clerk and permanent board clerk, by creating assistant roles. By greatly decreasing the amount of correspondence, organizing, and scheduling that these roles currently entail, it would become more likely that non-retired friends could say yes to such roles. While Coordinating and Advisory has briefly discussed the possibility of expanding NEYM staff to include an executive assistant sort of role, such a move would require not only a lot of fundraising, but also serious consideration on where such a role fits in our staffing, quote, wish list, unquote. Where in the priority list does the desire for decreased administrative burden on volunteer yearly meeting leadership fit in against our other understaffed areas, such as in communications, religious education, outreach, development, and programming for young adults? This dilemma dovetails with another one we face as we progress in our inclusive leadership development journey. While we have made huge strides in our leadership development offerings, our success has mostly been limited to friends already active and serving within their local meetings. And while outreach to, quote, potential Quakers, unquote, or less active Quakers is most sustainable when driven by local meetings, the question of NEYM's role to play in this area is alive for me. Coordinating an advisory committee's charge now includes the line, quote, the members of this committee hold a particular responsibility to build a culture of inclusive and sustainable leadership development, unquote. I look forward to spending time with CNA, 
Paying attention to these important, complex questions in the year ahead, consulting broadly and hopefully moving in our shared clarity towards proposals which can be shared with the yearly meeting. In the year ahead, I also look forward to continuing to work with the Anti-Racism Consultation Working Group, as I am sure that consultative process will both continue many necessary conversations and also provide many useful insights and perspectives relevant to NEYM's inclusive leadership development efforts. As I wrap up this report, I must return to gratitude. Like many friends, I can get stuck in the, quote, yearning gap, unquote the wide expanse between my biggest hopes for our world and our society and the broken and breaking open place where I now stand. I must remind myself and those who are called to listen that while sometimes we need the fuel a far off vision can offer, we are only ever truly fed by what is already in our midst. Thank you for tending so lovingly to the gifts within you and others, friends. Thank you, God, for giving us all the gifts we need. Thank you and onward. Nia Edwin Thomas, Quaker Practice and Leadership Facilitator.